0: On the path of life, we all have our own unique destiny. The life of every soul has a heroic probability to manifest into its highest levels of abundance and joy and to be filled with goodness and divine inspiration. That's why I created Awakening. With Sarah, and it is my hope to be a guide for you on the journey, bringing powerful tools, helpful wisdom, healing music, and inspirational guests to nourish and bless your journey of awakening. So thanks for joining us today, and we'll be on to our episode. While that, I haven't felt like I had a solo podcast topic to bring to the table. But I do now. I do today. This one is currently torturing me so completely that I feel it's time to really flesh it out here in a podcast episode. And the elephant in the room that I am talking about is toxic ego shame due to the corruption in the DNA of the need for self-importance. Now, in the gene keys, we can look at gene key 54, which, interestingly enough, is one of uh, Donald Trump's greatest keys. I think it's actually in his purpose key, is to overcome toxic pride, of greed, which is truly at its base seeking external gratification as a winning formula. It is the DNA distortion that causes the egoic self to seek for external gratification, to siphon and suck energy from the external to compensate for internal misalignment in the DNA, right? It's interesting to look at Donald Trump's chart for a moment, actually. He has immaturity, which is Gene Key 53. It's the path of immaturity to expansion. Um... To superabundance, actually, by way of the pathway of expansion, right? But it's not an expansion of like Trump Towers and superabundant money. It's the expansion of the connection to eternal source God, which causes the DNA to expand ever more into its divine blueprint of Christ consciousness, So the full potential of that Gene Key 53 is Christ consciousness, is absolute expansion. Yeah. But at the lower octaves. Right. In its identity as a twisted, corrupted lower octave, it is immaturity. Right. So it's running around and uh, hurling the attention into the external to suck gratification in any way it can. Uh, the path of promiscuity, sexual promiscuity, um, which is actually a virus at the 11th dimensional level, which actually a lot of politicians suffer from this virus. Like how many women can I have? Right? Like this is really like a missing mother complex for men. I mean, I'm going to kind of call it what, it what I see it as. Of course, it's not that simple. Um, what causes sexual promiscuity? I could probably do a whole podcast on that, and I still wouldn't really know. But it's part of, I do know, it's part of something missing inside. It's the sense of something missing inside that we're trying to compensate for by having this quantity um, this conquesting behavior. And so, um, of course that I didn't think I was going to talk about Donald Trump so much, but I'm noticing that it's kind of part of this whole greed and immaturity spiral, right? Now I'm going to bring it home to myself. One of my biggest egoic desires, which is difficult to untangle because there is a pure heart and soul desire at the core of it. So it's almost like, let's imagine this beautiful plant that is um, divinely inspired to magnify joy and beauty through song and through group song. So that's the pure seed. Okay. So this desire to have song circles for me, right, it's like I want to gather groups and I want to sing beautiful songs of awakening love, of joy that really bring this collective vibration of exquisite Christ consciousness that light up and free every fiber that has been in bondage in the human race and in all sentient life, to actually sing the codes of love and light with a collective that begin to untangle the clusters of greed and the death matrix of eternal siphoning, which is the Fibonacci spiral, and begin actually untangling the Fibonacci with enough human hearts that are collectively rising in the crystal spiral of mutual joy so that we actually lift the veil of fear off of this planet and really deliver the entire human race into the Christ consciousness. So this is the real need. This is the need that's motivated by my God self, right? I'm getting chills all over my body as I talk about this now. Now let's look at the tangled, dead, slimy thing on top of this beautiful rose. <laughs> let's let's look at that. Okay, that is, how come I, I want to have a song circle because I want to be important to the community. And I want people to say, oh, Sarah's song circle is so beautiful. Oh my God, I want to be a part of Sarah's song circle. Oh my God that is completely contaminated. That is a black, slimy cluster, fill in the blank, that came from the Antichrist. Sign sealed and delivered from toxic shame, from sexual abuse, from bad parenting. So, okay, so we look at, and I'm not saying my mom was a bad parent at all, or my dad, right? But I'm looking at This planet has not had the true mother and the true father until perhaps December 21st, 2020 is when they first started weaving their architecture into this dimension, which means the main choice we had for our internal connection to the idea of a holy father and a holy mother was a complete imposter created by a grid that wanted to annihilate the pure heart of the rose and the pure love of the seeking human, beautiful, righteous, human, angelic child. No, it was an imposter matrix of toxic shame that was handed down to my mother, to my father, that was handed down from their mother and their father, It was the only choice when I was born in 1965, was a false parent matrix created by trauma and separation consciousness. That was the only parental matrix that was available. And even in 1970, in 1980, in 1990, this toxic shame, separation consciousness, programming, was pretty much what we were getting. If not in our homes, we were getting it from the media. We were getting it from a school system that was measuring what grade we would get on our paper before the quality of cultivating our love and our basic worthiness as human beings. We were made to be human performers That would run on the treadmill to create something, to produce something, to perform something that would get that external gratification from the false parent. Let's just stop and breathe here. So this is the toxic... This is the toxic mix that comes with the false parent matrix. There is this love that's coming truly eternally from the parent. But then the parent was raised up in this culture of external gratification, of performance, of evaluating performance, and that subtle evaluation of performance accompanying that pure love, the pressure to become something, the pressure to get good grades in school, the false parent that's training us to be a cog in the machine of human production that can be enslaved in an economy that has us running on a treadmill to measure up, to produce in order to be good enough. And so if we untangle those toxic programs, it's quite the clusterfuck and it's the motivation for my, my whole class, which I, I called the self-love restoration project, which I taught in 2020. And I may create an online version of that class so it's just available to anyone who suffers from this cluster, fill in the blank, of toxic shame, of the need for external gratification, of the beating up of oneself in the absence of external, quote, success. So we really want to look at that because that is diametrically opposed to the embodiment of our higher evolution. This toxic parent, externally gratifying mind control program, which came as a default to us. Probably as early as when our sperm and our egg were being created. This default program. This slime was all over the genetic code in our pre-cellular condition. Even in the subatomic particles, they were hell-bent toward a lockdown into a symmetrical spin. Now, I learned this from David Hudson in 1994, that the atoms... The atoms themselves, right? The electrons spinning around the um my biology is not good. Let's see if I can remember this. The electrons spinning around the the nucleus where the protons are, excuse my science, but the main point I want to make, main point I wanna make is that the electrons In a love-based reality which sources eternal Holy Mother and Holy Father as the God source. In a person who knows they are not a human doing, but they are actually a human being. And they, by, by virtue of the fact that they come from God, they were born worthy. I mean, God doesn't make junk. I mean, that's God We are born in the image of God, of Holy Mother and Holy Father. What does that mean? That means before we ever touch a paper and get the right arithmetic problem and get that A from our teacher, or before we ever show our mom that we know how to stand up, or whatever it is, whatever it is, we are born worthy. We are born as a jewel in the crown of God, of Holy Mother and Holy Father. We are the song that is sung when the lips of the Holy Mother and Father come together. We are woven as miraculous by virtue of the fact that we came from the miraculous essence of God. Okay, so this is the true code this is the DNA alignment before the mind control program of toxic shame was placed upon us. Toxic shame is really the sense that within the absence of external, of being able to show something to the false parent, in the absence of being able to produce something we are not good enough and we are flawed and we must constantly prove ourselves by producing something to compensate for this core flaw. Totally foul, foul on God. That is not true. We are human beings. We come worthy. We are worthy. And when we experience this internal, endemic worthiness that comes from our alignment to the eternal source of our Godmother and our Godfather, then our electrons spin in a very asymmetrical orbit. Okay, it's highly elliptical. So picture an orbit that is very elliptical okay the electrons are spinning in this highly elliptical orbit now if you measure a yogi or a being in meditation or a being whose dna is internally sourcing the god code all of a sudden the the, the it changes the subatomic particles go into um what i call the escape Velocity from separation consciousness. And in that escape velocity from separation consciousness that happens when we are meditating and we feel the unity starting to uh, bring an alignment to the DNA that enables us to merge with Mother and Father God, right? In this spin of ecstasy and bliss and we feel the sacred marriage of the electro masculine and the magnetic feminine aspects merging into that emergent property of oneness the electrons move out of a symmetrical orbit and they start to spin closer and closer to this highly deformed orbit now when it gets to a critical mass of deformity Uh, scientists in the laboratory actually call this hyper deformity which is amazing right because the norm for a mind-controlled toxic shame separation consciousness programmed human or life form for that matter the norm is a symmetrical orbit right beings that need to consume food You know, the animal kingdom, which is basically a restaurant, all of it created by the Fibonacci spiral. We could call it the death spiral because it is finite, it can't self source zero point, and therefore it needs to consume its external environment. Now, if you take this to the nth degree, the highest degree, which, and this is pretty disturbing, you know, we have beings that consume energy from the human race so they can be immortal, right? So that's taking it to the highest level. But when we look at it in a simple Fibonacci spiral over planet Earth, we look at a misconfiguration of the DNA, right? The DNA was originally able to source the eternal God source, And that's the crystalline spiral. Now that's different from the Fibonacci spiral because the Fibonacci spiral, which is also known as the golden mean, okay, is a repetitive, right? It repeats, is it pi? My science, again, my science is so not intact. But it repeats its spiral always in the same relative distance from the center. And so what happens in this finite repeating spiral? Basically what we could say is anything that repeats is dead. And I don't know much about science, but I can say that anything that repeats is dead. Life does not repeat. It keeps creating higher levels of expansion. So, and how does it do that? Because life is a spiral. Life is a protein synthesis in the DNA that enables, ah, this is complex, but enables an energetic superconductivity. That's what I'm going to call it, an energetic superconductivity, which means The spiral goes out. Maybe I'll make a diagram of this, but I think you can really visualize this. The spiral leaves the God source. So imagine the God source is the center of the spiral, which it is, of course. God source is the center of everything. So at God source... Oops, did I end my recording there? I tapped my phone. No, it's still going... At God's source, the spiral leaves its source, it leaves its genesis point, and it spirals out on its tour of duty in creation. You could call that first spiral the first tour of duty. It left home, but guess what? It comes back to home before it spirals out again. So we could imagine this like at a at a metaphorical level as a, a teenager who's going on a hike or 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 let's see what would be a better thing. Moms at home. Mom and dad are at home, right? And um mom, are, mom and dad are god, right? And the teenager's going out on a backpacking trip, right? So he's god delivers him all the all the energy and beauty, beauty and nourishment. As God, he moves out on that first spiral, right? And he has a nice hike. He takes a beautiful hike and he eats all his food. He uses up all his energy. Then he goes back home to God, to mom and dad. And they refuel him with even more beautiful food and beautiful energy. And then he decides to take a bigger hike, right? Bigger hike, a bigger spin around creation. But he always comes back to resource himself, herself, right? There's no gender here. So what's happening is that we're always getting an eternally source fed creation. There is never a creation that goes out and then keeps going out because if it's going to do that, the kid's going to have to get food from somewhere, right? So he's going to have to eternally source his food, which becomes a more and more corrupt spiral and eventually dies, right? The human genome was originally an eternally sourcing immortal um, genome. There was no death, right? So this is a corrupted spiral created by the false parent matrix uh, that also creates core shame, uh, creates trauma. All of this is a manufactured, um, <sighs> corrupt version of what our human angelic blueprint was meant for, right? So and then you bring a world where you're enslaved to create money through production, through your art form. Uh, you create a world where you have to study a course of cognitive performance tasks to bring this green paper, which gives you you the ability to buy your food, uh, pay for your electricity, keep yourself warm. So you've got a grid that is completely born of the fear and lack of a limited universe, which entrains the human basically to die, to be a part of a death grid that will ultimately, um, snuff itself out because the DNA is corrupt because the whole entire premise of a capitalistic, um, economically enslaved society is seek and produce, right. And get as many people buying your product, um, create more and more products that really Nobody really needs if they were able to source their God source. <laughs> so everything becomes this crazy cluster, fill in the blank, of a corrupted system of externally seeking because we lost God. So it's really interesting to look at this whole situation that we have in the human race. And I was listening to a uh, my dear friend Dante Starshine is writing a, a book channeled by the Pleiadians all about you know the healing of money and the healing of our system uh, in a way where we still have money. But, but, but we're really supported to become our spiritually, uh, our evolution and our creativity is put at the height of everything and money is taken care of money is truly taken care of by earned basic income for every sentient, uh, you know, human on this planet. The animals don't really need it because they do have their nature grid. (sighs) Ultimately, the Fibonacci spiral will permeate every life form and nothing will need to eat itself anymore. And um, that's not coming anytime soon, I don't think. But we are going to see a changing in the whole money grid to begin, uh, delivering human beings back to their freedom, to have time to create, to have time to create from God, from their authentic desires, right? And have that not be, um, dependent have them not have to um, have that be married to money all the time, right? It can be, but because the earned basic income will take care of all of the lower chakra needs of security, um, food, shelter, then the higher level, the high play of creativity And community and collaboration um, will not be held back, right? There'll be plenty of life force and time and energy to devote into the work of God, the work of of the Holy Mother and the Holy Father, which is creating beauty, creating joy, uh, magnifying love through co-creation, collaborating in community, um, working together with nature to create beautiful gardens, working together with life to magnify joy through creativity, which is, that's the work of God, guys. Let's face it, right? That's God. That's what God intended in our human angelic blueprint on Tara, on Tiamat, on Maldek, on Nibiru before the fall, you know, Sirius B, Pleiadians. It's really based on collaboration and joy and beauty. Right, it's unity. All the virtues that we could list are created when we come together and make beauty, and make art, and make love. Right? I mean, this is this is God's high play, and uh, so this is returning. This you know, the human race will be returned to a society where high play is the norm because the financial is completely taken care of. So it's just, just knowing that that's coming. Now, I don't know how soon that's coming. Right now, in this time, I'm kind of diverging into talking about money. But right now, in this time, we do get to play this game and learn about how self-worth and our eternal sourcing of self-worth is directly connected to manifesting, not just money, but everything. Right, it comes from the eternal source, God alignment. Everything that we manifest is coming from that ultimately. So the more we are drinking from our source, the more we are in the crystal and spiral, and have healed the Fibonacci tendency in the DNA. Right, the so DNA. We could say the DNA was hell bent to follow the bidding of the Fibonacci spiral. You know, all the way through the bone marrow, through the skin, through the blood, through the human genome, through the organization of these um, again, my science, what the heck are they called? (laughs) Oh my God, pair bonds, right? The amino acid pair bonds um, with the inside the false parent matrix. Uh, because of all the trauma, you know, the sexual abuse, the physical abuse, the mental abuse, because of all the trauma of the abuse of the corrupted false parent, we have um, both an an internal genetic inherited uh, traumas, epigenetic traumas that create misalignment, which bend the DNA toward hell. Basically, I, I really think that's a really good way to describe it. They bend it towards hell so it can participate. And we were bred to be slaves for the the ETs, you know, the negative aliens that, that were wanting to create a slave race in the human race. And they've done a pretty good job in a lot of ways they got a lot of that slave race in us, but that is changing. We are lifting that veil. We are purifying the DNA through a very rigorous process of decontamination. Um, I don't know how many of you listening to this are experiencing that a lot of your desires that are not based in emanating from God are going to be completely frustrated. They're not going to happen they may happen for a time if you're in the second wave but if you're in the first wave of ascending humanity you are in a watershed disciplinary correctional facility which does not let you spiral your dna toward the fibonacci code right it immediately slaps your hand and throws you back and says go back and try again <laughs> this time use the christic code please you know this time Please, please emanate your creation from the crystalline code of God, source. And so, you know, I'm in the first wave, so it's happening to me all the time. It's like, oh, was that creation from God or was it from ego? And if it was from ego, hand gets slapped. (laughs) You know, it's 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 getting more and more gentle. My higher self, my God self comes in and goes... Eh, eh, eh. No, no, no. And sometimes that means I call a song circle together and nobody shows up. Sometimes that means I um, ask for people to come for healing sessions in my healing center and no one comes. Some you know what I mean. This is the the feedback of the universe. The universe will give you the feedback that, oh, that's not a creation that's ripe for true manifestation. That's a creation that's coming from trying to compensate from lack, and that won't be allowed. That will not be rewarded. That will not yield manifestation, right? Because the higher self is in there disciplining the field. Is completely saying no, absolutely not. <laughs> It's it's like, go back to the drawing board, you know, dissolve yourself into God and see what emanates from the purest heart of your human self that's aligned with God. And then from that, which is your true enthusiasm, entheos means infused with God. Create from the place of of your desire to give, inspire, inspire pure inspiration that's erupting from the heart of God, create from that space and, and have that be your default. Then you'll start seeing external reality be the one that you want to see, you know? So I've been all over the map It's funny because Frank is cooking breakfast and the smells of cooking are completely emanating into this room. And I'd like to close the door (laughs) because it's like, I don't want to smell these things right now. But anyway, just breathing. I think I will close the door. So yeah. So We may feel to the extent that the ego is twisted away from God and inside this corrupted alignment, we're going to feel like the universe is disappointing us. You know, we're going to feel like, why, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? I think that's what I felt the most, like that I've been like forsaken by God sometimes because none of the things I try and manifest succeed. And then now I realize what a blessing, what a blessing that I've been on this correctional. I've had this guidance that's refused to let my DNA get any kind of traction in a contaminated spiral. And what a blessing that has been. And those of us in the first wave who are responsible for bringing the Diamond Sun body which is the human angelic divine blueprint back to God and back to earth in its fully purified form. Um, Those of us that kind of are in that crew are the ones that have the most brutal renunciation process because we are veil lifters and To be a frontline veil lifter means you had to part, you had to participate in massive egoic uh, corruption, just massive layers of it. And that you came into this lifetime with huge ego distortion, right? Incredible need to suck and siphon energy from the outside. And so, but you also came to fully embody god source correction so that's what it is to be a veil lifter right you're the worst of the worst becoming the best of the best but that's not the best way to say it right you're the most contaminated you carry the most contaminated code inside you but you also carry the consciousness of the purest god code and those two things side by side mean that your life is a watershed ego corruption clearing that changes the very nature of reality. Enough of us doing this path are actually changing. We are literally dissolving the Fibonacci spiral, not just from our DNA, but from all the DNA of every life form on earth. And so those who come after us in the second wave can just receive the garment of the diamond sun because we have been the ones (laughs) to path cut the thing. So it's a dubious distinction for sure. Being in the first wave, um, it is not for the faint of heart, soul, mind, body, spirit. You know, we are the Navy seals that basically said, you know, we jump into the belly of the beast and we'd, we'd drink it in at every level. We'd participate it with, you know, in one life, we'd go from being pretty pure to being completely corrupted, right? And we do that again and again in multiple lives so that by the time the veil was lifting on earth, we would actually have enough of this human genome of corruption uh, that we would tap into the layers of this enslavement bond to all humanity and to the earth itself so that's what it is to be a veil lifter it's definitely not glamorous it's really gnarly path you know for me 40 years of panic anxiety terror lack of ability to make any kind of a mark in this world um complete ego renunciation Uh, financial, never knowing how it's ever going to work, inability to have a career professionally, inability to uh, just so in so many ways, the hands being tied. And if we look at the story of the Handless Maiden in the underground forest, which right now, actually, my friend Adrian and I are leading a group. If you want to join us, you can see this all over Uh, my Facebook page right now, but you can just uh, message. You could message Sarah Adams music because that's where I'll see it. It's hard to find me on Facebook. Actually, you can facebook.com forward slash Sarah Sparkle 65 and just message me um, that you want to be in the class. We start November 9th, but we're taking a journey through the class uh, for eight weeks Uh, really mining the riches of this process of the return to divine blueprint and how this story has all these archetypal key points that guide us on this journey back to remembering our divine blueprint. And I'm super excited. We're going to have music and art and writing and sharing, and we're all going to read the story together and go through this, this passage together amazing story. But in the underground, uh, if you know the story, her, aunt, her it's all mythical, metaphorical, but her father chops off her hands. I mean, there's no, uh, you know, we could look at the, the Holy Father saying, you don't get to use your hands, you know, until your hands are doing the work of God inside the crystalline spiral emanating from the core of God and returning to the core of God. We, you will not have hands to use. And so when we think of what it is to have hands, even if we didn't have thumbs, we'd be in trouble, right? Cuz it's the opposable thumbs that gives us the ability to be on our computer, be on our phones, drive a car, every single thing in this society. Every single thing that connects to success is connected to the hands. It's really connected to the opposable thumbs, right? It would have been enough if the dad just got rid of the thumbs. That would completely handicap the creation uh, mechanism, right? And I, I know this is gruesome, this idea of chopping things off, but it is metaphorical, right? And in the story, it's about chopping off the feeling sense, really. You know, it's about, it's about putting the mind's agenda for wealth, and for the fear of lack, uh, is able to um, trump. Let's use the let's use the word "trump." The human egoic, uh, masculine cognitive needs trump the ability to hold the, the 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 connection to eternal source, the connection to the heart, the connection to the true wild nature. Um, intact, right? That will be sacrificed. The wild feminine feeling nature will be sacrificed um, inside of this cognitive fear of lack. And so the maiden is inadvertently, I won't give away the whole story, but it's a beautiful story. It's an incredible story. And we would love it if you join us uh, for this eight week journey. Gonna be over Zoom online. Okay, that's my commercial. <laughs> so um, I also do life coaching, working directly with people to help them in this egoic correction, right? Because I've I've been through it. I'm going through it right now. So my favorite thing is to help illuminate the path, the pathway back to God, back way the pathway back to correct alignment and to see the world's disappointments as actually um, guidance to see ourselves actually being blessed by misfortune what we would see at the egoic level as misfortune right what we could actually sit and get on a stage and really have a pity party and it would make sense People would say, oh, you poor thing, and they'd probably offer up a million suggestions. Why don't you try this, right? You could get more people at your song circles if you do this, whatever. They'd offer up so many suggestions, you know, but at the core of everything, it's all perfect. It's just feedback from the universe that you're out of alignment. Go back to the drawing board Now go back to God, go back and sip at the mouth of the the fountain of youth the fountain of eternal god go back and lay in the in the in the lap of holy mother and holy father that are in your solar plexus in your belly in your womb in your heart it's interesting because we have this false umbilicus another very interesting thing the real umbilicus sources into the zero point between the rib cage but in order to corrupt our DNA so we could be a slave race, we were given a false umbilicus, which causes us to be externally addicted. It's the whole entire siphoning of this reversal addiction that comes through the false umbilicus. The false umbilicus is, it also creates a, um, a lunar distortion, which creates the path of reincarnation. Isn't it interesting? It's what created the whole earth school is this manipulation of the umbilical energy of the life force of humanity. Because if our umbilicus went back into God's source, we, when we passed out of the body, we would go right back to God's source. But because the umbilicus has been siphoned into a matrix that forces reincarnation. We end up in this amazing school, which is pretty incredible. When you think of what we've learned as a human race in school on earth, you could say that this manipulated matrix has been an incredible blessing because it's given us the ability to go back again and again and learn these lessons, go through these these interesting Experiences in separation consciousness play every role. Be the murderer, be the murdered, be the be the abuser, be the abused, be the seeker, be the one that's sought after. Experience romantic love addiction, experience drug addiction, experience touring through this incredible grid of experiences, you know, and, and the the beauty of the separate self, experiencing love, experiencing the mother, the father, the love of a child, the love of the mother, the love of relationships, this, the incredible journey in this human race was brought to us by a manipulated false umbilicus created by beings that wanted to enslave us. So it's, it's amazing how much beauty has come from this earth school. So we say thank you. Thank you to all of the distortions for giving us earth school. I really want to say that because inside the crystalline spiral, we never would have had earth school. It was dependent on the Fibonacci spiral for us to keep reincarnated, reincarnating. Now, it's interesting to note that on December 10th of this year, no, sorry, December 1st of 2010, I believe is when that false umbilicus was eliminated. So we actually began the process of when you die being able to go home all the way to God and not having to come back. That was made available pretty much in 2010 according to the Syrian guardians who channeled directly through Lisa Renee and often through me but I don't get the intel that Lisa gets, not at the level that she gets it. And if you're curious about... um, Lisa Renee, her website is energeticsynthesis.com. She's been a guiding force for me since 2009. There is no way I would have remained sane in this body if I hadn't found her and the Syrian guardians, Um, a council on which I serve. But my ability to channel direct information from them gosh, has been greatly increased through my connection to Lisa. And she has given me much information that I didn't have. But um, it is interesting that we now do have the choice to go all the way home. And if we come back, we can choose it. But we're not sent back through that recycling karmic wheel that was dictated by a manipulated architecture. So anyway, I had no idea I was going to go into all this, but um, just stopping to take a breath. Sometimes I spin myself into so many different pathways that I can't remember where I was. So I'm going to just go back to source, (laughs) go back to zero point drinking from the mouth of god is drinking from the place between the rib cage this is where we self-source the true umbilicus of our god source genesis and so i think what i'll do at the end of this is put my into the into the core meditation and it's only about 6 minutes but it's um oh well, i think it's 12 minutes but it's a beautiful Regrouping and returning to the source of that eternal primordial sea in the solar plexus. So I have no idea where the original train uh, of those thoughts was, was actually going. But it doesn't really matter. The theme of this entire talk is really about eliminating our suffering through understanding correct alignment. Right? It's really about And it ends this idea that we're a victim, right? Because we created our life plan to be the perfect life plan that would return us to the alignment with source. So everything is serving us, even the things that make us fall to our knees and feel we are most forsaken. That's the hand of God. That's the mother. That's the true mother and the true father who just want us back in the heart of happiness, in the heart of true love, in the heart of eternally sourcing God, in the heart of immortality, in our true home with God. Everything just wants us in our true home. Mother and father want us back. And so they will disappoint the externally motivated path until there is no other seeking that takes us away from home. Until all creation is invested, till all creation emanates from the source of the God love that we are. And in that, there will be no more suffering, for we will know ourselves not as separate being seeking to be good enough to get some kind of external report card, some kind of external elixir that comes from other humans. But we will finally be plugged into the true nourishment system, which is invincible to disappointment because it is truth. It is it is original and correct alignment does not yield suffering. Remember in the Course in Miracles there's that amazing line and it says nothing help me, let's see. I know the last part is. Oh, nothing real can be threatened, okay? We can think of this down to our very life force. Our very life. The fear of death. The fear of suffering. Fear in general, right? Is this incredible hall of mirrors created by mistaken alignment. Granted, granted, the, the special effects are really good in this earth theater. You know, my fear still holds weight. I still have fear of death for sure. But if we think about our creations and our seeking What's truly real is that we are loved. We've always been loved. We're always home. There's no more home we could get. There's no more love we could experience by anything external in this reality than we have when we're in proper alignment to God's source. This is the love that trumps everything. Now I know I keep saying the word trump. It's a great word. This is the love that trumps everything, is the alignment the correct alignment in God's love is the only end to suffering. Every other path, every path of seeking in the external, will lead to suffering, for it comes from the Fibonacci spiral of the false god, external worshiping reality. I'm hearing, uh, and in the end, the love you live, or the love you make is equal to the love you take, right? And in the end, the love you make, is equal to the love you, the love you take is equal to the love you make right and so that what is what is making love making love is participating with the magnification of god's source that emanates from god's source that spirals out, but always dips back in. This is the only real creation. Everything else is unreal and will be destroyed. And when it's destroyed, you will suffer. It's what happens. When the ego is invested in something and it ends, there will be suffering. The only thing that quells, the only antidote to ego attachment in the outside world is to strengthen the alignment to God source, to what is real, right? And so here comes that Course in Miracles quote, nothing real can be destroyed. Nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. And so last night, another level of my ego just had to untangle itself from the external addiction of. People wanting to come to my song circles and let go, let go and let God, let God make me anew. Let the true mother and the true father have their way with me and wash me clean of the gripping, reaching to the external as if it were an answer the true answer is being embraced back into the heart of the Holy Mother of all life and the Holy Father at her side. In them, I have always been worthy. In them, the most invisible being in the world is no less Worthy than the most famous, highly acclaimed, eternally, externally worshipped being. For they all emanated from the most holy of holies. The holy mother of all life and the holy father of creation. As we align with the divine blueprint, we are all royal lineages of the prototypal divine human angelic, Christed solar stars. Solar suns emanating as sons of God. We are all royal sons of God. And when I say sons, right, we can say S U N, sons of God. Made of the masculine and feminine, the electro and the magnetic that enable this self ignition that occurs when. The DNA is in proper alignment to the source code of internal sourcing creation. Then we occupy our positions as sons of God. And then we definitely will still want to emanate our creations into the world. We are creative beings. To be a human, angelic, Christ star, Templar, dragon being is to be infinitely creative. You could say the God energy is creation itself. The Holy Father, the Holy Mother is emanation, right? She emanates and infuses. But the Father is creation, And so in that sacred marriage, humanity as an arm of creation will create, but we won't create because we have to make green paper and we won't create because we want to be better than the person next to us. We won't create because we want external gratification and more followers on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. We will create because we are the emanation of creation itself. Because creation and God and mother long to magnify beauty. I mean, look at the fields of the earth, the flowers, look at the feet, look at the animals, look at all the diverse creations of earth. God creates, God creates incredible things. And in a world of self sourcing. God code. We long to magnify joy. The essence and identity of the real identity of God is bliss and joy and ecstatic communion with life through the mother of all life principle. And so it will be our desire to create more and more joy, more and more beauty, more and more upliftment for all human and sentient life on this earth. So it's not like we're just going to like, you know, have our hands open in meditation 24-7. No, our hands are going to be con- creating, participating in creation hand in hand with other gods, sons, to create an emergent property of such beauty that we can't even comprehend it right now. We truly cannot comprehend what we will create as a humanity aligned with God's source. It's not even something we can fathom right now. But we can can sense it when we see an orchestra playing together, a symphony coming together so that every instrument is In its highest expression of its heroic probability. And it is being, it is contributing to an incredible synarchy of every other instrument in its highest heroic probability. And together, coming together to add each separate part to create a symphony of life. And beauty expressing. I think the symphony is the greatest metaphor for what our unity logos ascended 5D organic planet Earth will feel like and will look like a symphony of outpouring beauty for all the senses, magnifying joy in every one of its parts and every one of its parts contributing to the emergent property of the collective joy of the logos and the whole planet of earth itself the symphony of the rising creation of love loving itself in its highest manifestation throughout all creation that that would be the wording i would give it right and you if you imagine A wedding feast where the people that you love the most in the universe are all there and you get to dance with each one of them in this manifest beauty and you get to feast with each one of them and as a whole feasting together to experience every core soul group in the quintessence of its highest joy combining together with every other core soul group in its quintessence of highest joy to create the actual unity symphony of all core soul groups. And ultimately, the logos, the blueprint of the whole planet singing at the highest level as one, right? Right? This is what we're going for, guys. This is what we're going for. It's an amazing time on this planet. My God, I went for an hour and five minutes. So in closing, I feel like the war that's going on, Palestine and Israel, this conflict, is it's very much like a placenta. It is self-terminating. It will terminate at the rate that we give life to the new birth of what's being born in us, what's calling us forward into the diamond sun embodiment, into the correct alignment with God, into the peace of our own hearts, into the homecoming, into our own hearts. The quicker we go home into our own hearts and leave the path of external seeking that is driven by core shame, whipping us into an external seeking. The sooner we stop following the path of the false pressure coming from the false beliefs and we go home to our inner God source. We feel the pain of what traumatized us into an externally seeking being. We heal the trauma and we let Our Holy Mother and our Holy Father take us deeper and deeper into the heart of God's source. The sooner we do that work, the faster all war will end on this planet. Point blank. Because the birth, as the child goes deeper, taking the breath of life, the placenta falls off. This is what happens. That's the lowest timeline. It falls off as we feed the highest timeline of love, of self-love, of coming home to self. Okay. If you stayed with me through this whole thing, thank you very much. If you feel that this episode will be of value, please share it. I really believe there was some gold in this episode that can really serve the ascension and the end of suffering much love bye thanks so much for joining me everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode you can find all of the guest information as well as my contact information in the show notes the musical selections for the intro and the outro were let yourself be awash in a sea of love and mother song You can listen to and purchase these songs and more at sarahadams1.bandcamp.com. If you found value in today's content, please like and share as it really helps support the continued production of this podcast. If you would like to schedule a free informational call with me, you can do that at calendly.com forward slash sarahadamshealing forward slash 30 minutes. Many blessings, and we will see you in the next episode. Mother, flow the golden raindrops from your loving hand. Mother, fill me, dance upon.